You want your organization to have better manager training, but there are so many options. It can be confusing and overwhelming. But the good news is there are three simple things you can start doing today without any additional resources to make your manager training better. All they really require is having a different perspective. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Practical Learning Professional. My name is Matt Jertson, and I have made a career of training people to do a lot of different things, from flying planes and running marathons to literally building rocket ships. The goal of this podcast is to talk about training from an everyday, practical perspective, to give you the skills you need to train your organization, your team, or even yourself. Let's go. If there is one thing every organization I have been a part of has wanted, it's better manager training. Now, I don't even want to get into the discussion of manager versus leader training. That's a whole different issue for the purpose of this discussion. Let's just say they're the same thing. But what I want to get into today is three simple tips that you can use right now to improve your manager training. So tip number one is to get specific about the behaviors you are trying to train. This is the number one thing that I feel most organizations get wrong when they think about manager training is they say, we're going to have an afternoon on manager training. What's it going to be on? Everything for a manager. It's just an intro. It's a one-on-one. It's a one-on-one. We're going to teach them everything that they need to know from feedback, crucial conversations, talking about compensation, you know, listening to others, everything under the sun. And the truth is, that's just too much. Not only is it too much, but it's too high level. If you start off from the beginning of teaching these really broad concepts of leadership, or even something a little bit more specific of feedback, that doesn't really tell you what you're trying to do. And so when you're looking at your manager training or thinking about creating manager training, you need to start from the behaviors that you want people to do, the behaviors that you want your managers to be employing during the day-to-day. So what kind of behaviors do I mean? Well, let's you know kind of use that feedback example. Rather than just saying, we want them to be good at giving feedback, you could say, we want them to have one-on-ones using the format that our company uses. Or another example would be, we want them to be able to set goals with their employees using the goal format of our organization. Or a different one might be, we want them to be able to receive feedback. Whoa, managers that can receive feedback? That would be incredible. Those are the kinds of specific behaviors that you can start to narrow down so that you can clearly define what is a good manager, what is what is being a good manager look like, and what does it not look like? Unless you can clearly define that, just like with anything else, with anything else out in the business. You know, you have a definition of what it looks like to be a good salesperson or what it looks like to be a good mechanic, what it looks like to be a good anything. You should have a definition of that. And manager is no different. You should know the behaviors that you expect out of your managers. And so that is the first thing that you need to do when you look at your training. If you're not specifying the behaviors that you want them to be employing to be good managers, then that's the place to start. Now that you've gotten specific about the behaviors, tip number two is to be realistic about what you can change. And this has a couple of different things to think about. 
First off, just look back and think about how hard is it for you to change your own behavior? Anything that you've ever tried to do, if you've tried to change the way you, you know, engaged with social media, maybe you were spending too much time scrolling through Instagram and you wanted to, wanted to change that. You wanted to start going to the gym. You wanted to quit smoking. Whatever you wanted to do, any behavior that you try to change in your life is probably one of the hardest things for you to change. So now we're not only talking about changing behavior, we're talking about changing someone else's behavior. That is going to take some time. So ask yourself, how much time am I giving it? Am I doing an hour-long training, a two-hour training, a whole weekend training? The amount of time you are dedicating to this training is going to dictate how many of those behaviors from tip number one you can actually try to fit into the training. If you're going to do something for an hour, then it better be a pretty discreet behavior. Something like, I want you to be able to give feedback using the start, stop, continue model. And so we're going to use the entire hour to practice the start, stop, continue model. And that's it. You're not going to get anywhere if you try to make some, some big high-level change and just try to do everything at once. In fact, I have worked at multiple organizations where they would declare whatever year, 2019, 2016, the year of the manager. And you know, there's this idea that we're giving it a whole year, we're doing all this stuff. But it turns out that when you look at something as big as making a good leader, even a year isn't really enough. Think about it. If you spent an entire year doing nothing else but training every single one of your managers how to set really great goals, you know, talking with their team members to figure out what they want, reflecting on what the organizational needs are, and then bringing those together to create concrete goals for each and every member of your team, that would be a year well spent. But because all of these year of the managers that I've been a part of were just broadly about making better managers, Sure enough, nothing really changed. And we got to the next year and decided to have another year of the manager. You have to understand how much time you have and be realistic about what you can get done in that amount of time. Looking at the training that you have right now, are you doing too much? Probably. I would recommend you take a few things out and really focus in on what you can realistically get done within the amount of time allotted. Okay, the final tip is to plan multiple touch points, at least three for any behavior you are trying to change. There is nothing worse than enrolling everybody into a class, you bring them into the classroom session, you talk at them for an hour, two hours, however long it is. Maybe there's even some engagement, maybe there's some practice, but then they leave, never hear about it again, and sure enough, the information doesn't stick. The behaviors aren't maintained because there's not enough touch points. They're the best analogy when it comes to learning and how your brain learns to do different behaviors is the idea of the ruts in the road. You know, you think back to a dirt road and cars or carts running down it. After you know, a dozen, a hundred cars have gone down a road, the ruts start to get pretty deep, pretty deep. And it turns out that when you're driving, you can almost, you know, kind of take your hands off because the ruts just keep you in that road. 
That's what we call muscle memory. The more times you do a specific thing or exposed to a different piece of information, it's kind of like the wheels going down that road, making those ruts in your brain deeper and deeper, and it becomes easier and easier to do that again. But with one exposure, there's no ruts there. There's nothing to maintain the behavior, so people just don't remember it. So what I recommend is at least three different touch points where you have an email, a reminder, something that goes out before the training actually takes place that includes some pre-work. Maybe it has a little video. Maybe it has a document to read. I know it can be difficult to get people to engage with that kind of stuff, but you, you need to at least try and figure out what will drive that engagement. So basically you're priming their brains with the ideas that you're going to cover in the session. Then you do the session. And then after the session, maybe it's the next day, maybe it's a week later, you have another follow-up that's a reminder that's going to get them to engage. Again, maybe it's a video, maybe it's a survey, but get them to engage with those same ideas again. Are those three touch points realistically going to be enough to make big changes? Probably not. Just like with tip number two, the more change you want to make, the bigger behavior change you're trying to make, the more touch points you're going to need to give it. Again, in a perfect world, I would recommend, let's say you want someone to get better at feedback, you want to get someone better at giving feedback, I would give that at least an entire quarter where you're going to have multiple times where they're live in a session with you and multiple times where you're just sending them something to read or asking them a question to reflect on. It is only through those multiple touch points, again, that you will start to develop the ruts in the road so this behavior actually sticks and you can actually make a difference. I'll be honest with you. Though at every organization I have been at, manager training was one of their top priorities, I have never really been at an organization that really did it right and really felt like they were being successful at it. We were always making fits and starts and you know moving the ball down the field, making progress, but I've never been in an organization that would have ever like stepped back and said like, aha, we've got this. The closest thing was when I was in the Air Force, and that's simply because the Air Force devotes an incredible amount of time to leadership training. Multiple times in my career, I went off to a schoolhouse where I spent several weeks only doing leadership training, and it was a combination of classroom, practical exercises, working together to do problem solving, going out to do obstacle courses. It was really intense. There was lots of stuff. But I don't think even the military thinks they have it all right. And military leadership is such this amazing, impressive thing. Uh, and even they would say they still have work to do. So I get it. This isn't an easy thing. Don't think you're going to boil the ocean. You're going to solve it all at once. These are big problems that you need to solve. But we have to start somewhere, right? We, you have to be able to start chipping away at it. And chances are you're not going to get any more resources tomorrow to go buy a whole new system. But these three tips should be able to get you started. So remember, the first thing is look at the training that you're currently doing or the training that you're thinking about delivering and really get specific about the behaviors that you want people to walk away with. The behaviors that you are saying are the definition of good management at your company. Once you clearly identify those behaviors, be realistic about what you can do. How much time are you committing to this training? And is it likely that you're going to be able to change all those behaviors in that amount of time? 
The less time you have, the fewer behaviors to focus on. The worst thing is to try to do it all at once, and then really you're just wasting time. You're not going to get anything done. And then finally, plan multiple touch points for any behavior you're trying to change. At a minimum, you need to plan for three. That can be, there can be a lot of different ways to do that. It can be as simple as an email. It can be as simple as a, a follow-up reminder note or running into somebody in the hallway as long as you have it planned. You need to have those multiple touch points. I hope that was helpful. If you did find it helpful and you want to find out more of this kind of information, please hit like and subscribe however you're listening to this. It really helps make sure that you find out whenever we release new content, but it also helps other people find out about our content. So we really appreciate it. And we hope to see you next time on The Practical Learning Professional. Thanks. Hey, are you new to learning or struggling keeping up with the learning needs of your organization? If, if you find yourself in that position, I want to help out. So down in the description of this video, there's a link to schedule time with me where we can chat about uh, kind of the challenges that you're having and seeing if there's any way that Better Everyday Studios could help you take your learning organization to the next level. I'd really love to hear from you. Even if we never do business, I just love talking to learning people like you. So please go down to the description below and click on the link, set up some time with me. I'd really love to chat.